You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 162. In this episode, I talk about how I went from zero to over 2 million in four years. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. On today's episode, I share how my first online sale gave me the conviction that I needed to build a multi-million dollar lifestyle business. Are you ready to create your lifestyle business from your passion? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigma.com forward slash 162. There you also find the show notes of this episode. Four years ago, I made my first online sale. $180. It's the best $180 I've ever made in my life. This feeling was indescribable. Happiness, pride, and hope. Not just hope, actually conviction that now things would start to take off. I had been waiting long for this moment. I had been unemployed for 18 months until I finally was able to figure out what I was selling. And then somebody came along, went to my website, clicked on that PayPal button and bought one hour business coaching. And a right head has been. Now four years have gone by and I have built a multi-million dollar lifestyle business working together with my husband today, supporting my family. And that all started with the $180. Every year I celebrate this day. That's why this episode is being released on March 26, 2018, in celebration of my four-year anniversary. And I want to take this opportunity to look back and see what I actually did to achieve what I've achieved so far. The thing is, a lot happens before you make that first online sale. You lay groundwork, you do some testing. So I want to take you back to that time because if you are there today, I want to give you hope. I want to give you hope. And once you have that first online sale, I want you to feel this conviction that I felt. And if you're already further in online business, I want to also give you hope and conviction that you can make seven figures if you want to. And if you don't want to, maybe you just aim for the six figures. Whatever it is, anything is possible. But let me take to that moment where I lost my job. I kind of saw it coming. So I had been toying with the idea of finally starting my own business. I had been scared, to be honest. Yeah, of course, I was scared too. And losing my job 
was probably the hint I needed. I kind of saw it coming because I actually suggested it. It didn't make sense for the company to have me employed in Switzerland when they could hire someone cheaper, less qualified in Germany for 40% less. I was a very expensive employee with my experience as a CEO and executive MBA education from London Business School. And that's not exactly what the company needed. They needed someone to make phone calls and be kind of account manager and not necessarily someone with a CEO experience. So when I made the suggestion to the board of the company, well, I didn't wait for long and then I lost my job. And it was in the summer of 2012, actually, and it was a week before my honeymoon. Now, I don't want to teach my old company how to run a business, but I would probably not fire someone a week before they go on a honeymoon. Just a little tip. Anyway, it didn't ruin my honeymoon, although it was a little bit, you know, a salty feeling that I had. So when I came back from the honeymoon, I could start working on whatever I wanted to work on. I had to wrap up a little bit of things from my business, but they they let me go early enough. So I was still being paid by the company for two, three months until I had to apply for unemployment benefits. So I had this idea of, hmm, I need to do something online. I want to be location independent. What is my business idea? I ignored the fact that I had been running businesses for 10 years, that I had a business education, that I actually had been brought up in a family business since I was 10 years old. All of this ignored. So I thought of everything else. I had the idea of writing books because I loved writing and I loved telling stories and I loved traveling around Iceland. So actually one of the books that I had as an idea was a travel book for families. I even have a draft of this book. I also have a draft of a book, Why You Shouldn't Do an MBA. And that's an interesting one. Yes. So I have a draft of two, three books in my drawer, but none of it felt right. I loved taking pictures and I have professional photography equipment and I've been paid to take pictures of people. I love taking portraits, but that also didn't feel right. It wasn't location independent. And then I had the idea of online shop. That sounded cool. E-commerce. Yeah, that's a popular word. What could I sell online? And then I thought, well, maybe something from Iceland because I'm passionate about my home country. Living in Switzerland, I felt I could build a connection between the two countries and possibly travel as often as I could to Iceland, which is the whole point behind me starting my own business. And I was working on this idea for several months. I interviewed people who were already in the space of Icelandic design. I went to a design conference, actually that same conference, or it's not really a conference. It's more like a show. You can basically every studio where an Icelandic designer is working, they open up for a few days a year. They call it Design March. So for a few days, you can go into different shops and there's a lot of things to look at and you can see a little bit behind the scenes. There are a lot of exhibitions. It's all over Reykjavik city, really. And I arrived on a Saturday. So I just caught the last day, the Sunday, where I could go to a few places and get a little bit glimpse of the 
Icelandic design, how it is this year. And it was great. And it reminded me that four years ago, actually, sorry, five years ago, I went to this, yeah, you can call it an exhibition, this event. I went to this event because it was my business idea to start an online shop with Icelandic design. And after being to Iceland, looking at everything, interviewing everybody, creating a test shop on Shopify and checking, you know, um, how I would transport the goods around Europe, you know, this drop shipping that's very popular with e-commerce. It dawned on me that a lot of the things that were involved in this felt boring to me. It was not firing me up. I wasn't waking up in the morning and thinking, what an exciting business idea do I have? No, I was thinking, people will have to want to return their things and some people will pay a lot for shipping, so maybe they will not do it. And then I thought to myself, maybe I should actually check how many people are looking for Icelandic design online. So I went to Google keywords and there were not so many people looking for Icelandic design. They maybe look for Nordic design, Scandinavian design. Icelandic design doesn't have a brand around Europe. Well, maybe it's one of those things that where I just needed to see the number being so low and then I could take the decision. No, I had spent five months on this business idea, but that was not it. And I put it away. And I was a bit lost, to be honest. It was March 2000. 13. I had been on unemployment benefits for five months. I had been two, three months on a company salary. So overall, yes, time was ticking and I felt I had not moved forward. Yes, I had tried something and it's never a waste of time to try something. You'll always learn a lot. And even if you don't learn much, at least it's a story. Now I'm sharing it with you. And I felt I needed to take action. I decided to do an online course. It was an eight-week online course. And the problem was I didn't have a business idea. So the course didn't really help me. Spring came along. I wanted to spend time with my family. And there was no business idea. I was taking pictures. I was going to events, to exhibitions, networking with other entrepreneurs that were also starting their businesses. And I was spending a lot a time on Facebook. Basically from March 2013 and for the next 12 months, I was active in Facebook groups. I was helping people with all kinds of things. I would just answer questions and if I saw I could give a good answer, I would answer. Sometimes I spent up to eight hours on Facebook. And at that time, I did not really feel good about it. I actually felt sometimes in the evening like I had wasted my day. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed interacting with all these amazing entrepreneurs. These were people who had a business idea that just needed a little strategic advice, mindset advice, technical advice. And I was there to help. And I became known in these groups as the person who could help. And people started to tag me. And I still did not see how this could relate to my business idea. In September 2013, I got honestly a bit frustrated with myself. 
I decided it was time to take some action. And since I did not yet have a business idea, or at least it was really fussy still, I started to blog. I thought to myself that could help. And I started to blog about passion, how to find your passion, what is a profitable business idea, where do business ideas come from, what kind of revenue modules can people consider, and I put it up my website. And then I started to think, hmm, I'm kind of enjoying this. I was just writing what came to my mind, what I wanted to write about. I was not writing about something that somebody asked me to write about or what I had saw was need for. It was really coming from the heart. And that's the best way. And it was getting closer to Christmas. It was actually November 2013 where... I had a discussion with, again, a few of my entrepreneurial friends. It's so good to hang out with other friends in similar situation. And I got inspired to create some kind of an accountability program. And I just asked these entrepreneurial friends that I already knew if they wanted to test it out with me. So for the next three weeks, we would be in a Facebook group and I would give them daily motivation to take action with some online marketing tips. And it was so amazing. They told me that they'd got more done in three months than, no, sorry, in three weeks than in the three months before. And then I got doubts and put it away. And basically I never sold this program. And then uh, the new year came, 2014 came along and I still didn't have a business. I still wasn't making money. And I was more than frustrated. I, I was a bit disappointed in myself. But the thing is, I was not in a mastermind group. I was not in an online program. I was just hanging out with a few friends and active in Facebook groups. So I did not have the support to take more action. And yes, it may sound like an excuse right now, but I do see today where I could have done better. I could have surrounded myself with people that are taking action and joined a program where I was kind of forced to take some kind of action. But finally, I kicked myself in the butt. It was January 2014 and I had a few blog posts now written. I created another test program, Your Best Year Yet. I ran it for a week, again, with a few entrepreneurial friends. Today, this program is called Profit Plan. We still internally call it your best year yet. It's actually a three-hour workshop with a 40-page worksheet that you can get on my website if you don't have it yet. But basically, I tested this in January 2014, but then I didn't sell it. It took me another year to get to the point to sell this program. But anyway, middle of January, I was looking at my Facebook page and I was seeing how little action or engagement and reach it was getting. Well, the reason was I wasn't posting much and I figured out through uh, some research what I could do to increase the reach and engagement on my page. And within 21 days, I had great organic reach. So I thought, that's a great freebie. So I created a freebie. I announced it on social media and within a week, I had 70 people on my email list. That's how fast it goes when you finally take action. All these people wanted my freebie. I created it. Yes, I created it after I announced it. 
And then I thought to myself, I don't want to be a Facebook expert. I love Facebook and I spend a lot of time there, but it's not my passion. So I took the freebie off away. It was February. And as you can imagine, frustration, disappointment was not getting any better. Yes, I had about 70 people on my email list or even 100, but no income, zero. And then I had the idea to help people find their passion and their business idea. Exactly the problem I had myself. Isn't it funny that often we need to have a problem ourselves in order to see that this is the thing that we should be offering to other people? It was end of February. I decided this was it. I was going to create an online course. Now, if you're sitting there listening and uh, thinking, yes, let me go straight away and create an online course, even if I've not worked one-on-one with people. No, you don't do that. You need to follow my seven stages of a profitable online business. But back then I had not created the seven stages. And I thought to myself, I go straight into creating an online course. And it did go well. I got 134 people to sign up. It took me about seven days to get all these people on my list. And then I started the course and it was a seven day course. It was very intense seven days. Now it's a four week program called the Passionathon. It was back then Passionathon as well. And I got wonderful, wonderful testimonials. So I thought, this is it. This is my new business. But the problem was I had not charged for it, of course, because it was a better round. And I started to charge for it, 97, and I got, I think, like 12 people signing up. And then I started to run it again for 147, 197, 247, 297. But I didn't know how to launch. So every time I was trying to sell the course, I was kind of promoting it, but there was no bells and whistles. So I always just got something around 10 signups. And I thought to myself, this is not a business. And luckily, and I I don't really believe in luck, but since I was very active on social media, actually someone, an acquaintance, reached out to me and asked me if I could help them with their website. Now, it was April 2014, and yes, I had made my first online sale March 26th, 2014, but that was it. In April, how else I going to make money? So when my business acquaintance reached out and asked me if I could help them with their website, I thought to myself, why not? I need to make money even if it's not my dream business. I'm not going to advertise that I'm helping people with their websites. I'm just going to do it in the background. And basically, they became my only client where I did this. I created a brand new website. They paid me $2,000 for that. And then I did some ongoing maintenance even until October or so of 2014. And it really helped me. Just earning some money helped me move forward. I was able to launch the Passionathon again. I started to create another freebie in front of the Passionathon. And in July, I started the weekly webinars. And that's where I really was able to build my list and build my business. Now, I want to fast forward what has happened since then. 
I basically learned to launch in the fall of 2014. My first launch was $27,000 in four weeks. And I started to work one-on-one with people, not just selling one-off hours, but over six weeks and then 12 weeks and then six months. And in the middle of July 2015, I launched my first group program. In 2016, I completely replaced my revenue with group programs instead of one-on-one coaching. I was doing some one-on-one coaching, but a lot, lot less and could completely live just from group programs. In 2017, I launched my first scalable signature course. And I must say, I felt I was a little bit late to the game. Many of my entrepreneurial friends who started at the same time as me, they had their signature online course up and ready three to six months after they started. And yes, there was a little bit of kind of, maybe not jealousy, but yeah, I was like, why do I not have my signature course? But there was one thing that I decided back in 2014 when I really started my online business that I was not going to go for any shortcuts. I was gonna take my time to build my business, to build a good foundation. And once I really got it that I had to start with one-on-one, yeah, I got the message loud and clearly in October, 2014, when I tried to sell an online course around launching and nobody bought it, but everybody wanted to work with me one-on-one on the same topic. Yes, that was weird, but That's what they wanted. And I got my lesson. You have to start one-on-one, then you move on to groups, and then you can start your online course. And yes, I had my small online course, Passionathon, always running with me. I didn't launch it much because I knew I needed something bigger. So in January 2017, I created Samba, Sigrun's online MBA. I did an MBA myself, 2006 to 2008 in London Business School. I learned nothing about entrepreneurship there or very little, nothing about online business. And I feel people need a long program. And I'm so glad I waited. So if you feel that it's taking you time to build a business, know that it takes time. And these feelings of frustration and disappointment with yourself are completely normal. Now I had my signature course about a year ago And then I really went into launching, making six-figure launches, multiple six-figure launches. My last Samba launch was a $450,000 launch. We're planning a million-dollar launch in the fall. And this is how I have been able to build a multi-million-dollar business. Last year, we made $1 million in one year. Overall, I've made over $2 million in my business. And the plan for this year is to make over $2 million. There's no overnight success. There's mistakes on the way. It's not like the iceberg theory. You know, you only see the 10% and you don't see the 90%. And that's why I do this podcast. I want to share with you what it actually takes to build a successful business. It's not all red roses. No, it is a few tears too. And that's okay. Just know that when you make that first online sale, that then you are on the right track. It just takes one sale 
And it doesn't matter if it's $1 or $180 or $1,000, that first sale is the indication you need to know that now you are on your way to build a successful business. Ready to create a lifestyle business from your passion? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 162. There you'll also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.